What's up, ladies? Hello, hello. Gosh, the sun is shining. It's a beautiful day. And I want to talk about what to do if you feel, if you've ever felt this way, that all the good men are taken, right? Okay, I hear this happen all the time with women that, that come to me and chat with me on my free live breakthrough calls. They say, Teal, you know what? I feel like I just can't meet any good men out there. They're just, all the men I meet, they just don't light me up. They just don't excite me. They're just not what I'm looking for, right? Like I want someone who is my match, someone that, that can meet me where I'm at, that makes me feel like I can come alive, that can challenge me, that can be you know, can, can let me relax, can, can kind of take the, take the reins in a sense, right? And be the man in the relationship. So I don't always have to be the man in the relationship. Who here can relate to that? Show of hands, write, comment, yes. If this is something that you notice, you feel like you are doing everything you can to be driven, to be, you know, be the best version of yourself. <laughs> you're exercising, you're reading well, you're working on yourself, but you just don't feel like there are any good men out there. So if so, I totally feel you, girl. And I, I recognize too that you know, it's hard to meet men when we are in the middle of a pandemic and social distancing is a thing and it can be really disheartening and challenging. And so I just wanted to kind of come on here and talk to this um, without getting really heavy and serious about it, but just talk about it and kind of give you some perspective shifts to think about because it's not necessarily the truth. Even though it feels like it, even though it feels really frustrating and daunting to go out there and do the dating thing and just have you know, dud after dud after dud. Believe me, I remember I was doing online dating for a while, um, especially like mid-20s, um, right out of college and right like coming out of college. I just felt like there were so many duds out there and the guys were just, either just wanted to party or they were already taken and already like getting married and stuff or in long relationships. So it, it is a big real feeling, but it doesn't have to be your reality. And I want to talk about this in terms of what are the beliefs that we feel and also what is the energy vibration that you're putting out there, right? So we talk, I talk about relationship energetics as being kind of the underlying theme of everything with relationships. And the way that we show up for the world is the way that the world shows up for us. I'm going to say that again. The way that we show up for the world is the way that the world shows up for us. So lots of times we can think that we're showing up in the right ways. We can think that we are putting off this demeanor of being this badass, powerful chick, right? But if we have an underlying current and belief system that no man's good enough, that we're never going to find someone that's actually our Prince Charming, right? That having that successful love life is just really a fantasy and that it's not actually how relationships really work. Like if there's any sort of these underlying thoughts that are running in the background, pay attention to this because this is truly what you are emanating out to the world. I know, I know. It can be a little bit kind of uncomfortable to think about this, but I want to really pose this to you and think about it of what are some of those underlying thoughts that I think about with relationships? What do I really think about relationships? What kind of models 
in my life do I have in relationships, right? What does my parents' relationship look like? What does my friends' relationships look like? What do I pay attention to the relationships that are on my favorite TV shows, right? I know that's superficial, but sometimes it can still seep into the subconscious. And just really think about that of what are the things that I'm seeing in my world as that are modeling what relationships are supposed to be like, right? And is that subconsciously dictating some of the thoughts that I have around relationships? Really, really interesting. And I'll tell you one that I used to have. So when I was back in like high school, early college, I really felt that if I were to really truly be in a relationship with someone and and have that man, that I that Prince Charming that I wanted to have, that I would have to sacrifice parts of myself, that I would have to dim myself down, that I would have to be more ditzy or more silly or more, um, gosh, just not as driven and ambitious, right? And I hear this, I hear this for a lot of women. And once again, comment if this is you, or if you have some of these thoughts and think about what are some of those beliefs that you may have and comment those in. I really had these underlying feelings because all I was seeing out in the world, especially from relationships on TV shows and movies and stuff, was that these women were these like ditzy damsels in distress or that they were these like super powerful women that just could never attract love, right? It was like one or the other. It was like the ditzy damsel in distress who got the guy who rescued her or it was the powerhouse ambitious CEO woman that was always feeling like she had to choose between love or, or her career or love or success. And so subconsciously I felt really torn because like, well, I was like, well, I don't want to be a damsel in distress. I don't want to dim myself down. I don't want to be some ditzy girl, right? I'm not, I'm way more than that. But I also felt like, well, I don't want to lean into my ambition and my power and, and my drive and feel like I'm going to have to struggle for the rest of my life. But I felt like I had to choose. And I felt more on the line of being the ambitious driven woman than the ditzy doormat. <laughs> so I leaned into that. But what I didn't even realize was that in doing so, I was subconsciously, every time I went out on dates, I was thinking, well, I'm going to have to pick. I'm going to have to pick between my career or this guy. Right? Really important, really big to think about. And so no matter what happened, I would self-sabotage the relationships with my own thoughts. And if things started getting more serious, I would just start getting nervous and anxious and I would just get way into my head and I would forget to just be the chill me that's me, right? The woman that's in between, the woman that's the real teal, the one that the man actually wants to fall in love with. He doesn't want to fall in love with this, this person or this person. He wants the real person, right? So it took a lot of time for me to start to become aware of what were some of these operating systems that were going on underneath the surface. But once I started to become aware of them and recognize them, it changed things for me because I was able to start to notice these thoughts. And I was just having this really great conversation with a girlfriend today. She's like, we have to be like thought ninjas, literally. And just every thought that comes into our head, it's like, whoosh, no, no, <laughs> right? Like cut that out, slice that up. And we do not want this thought. This thought is not serving us, not helping us to get where we want to go, right? And this is really my invitation to you. It's like to wake up to the realization that, holy crap, there may be some thoughts 
and some opinions and some who knows what's that has been just underlying running the show that I do not want to have controlling my life, right? But if we don't know what they are, then it makes it really hard to be able to thought ninja them away, right? Or release them or do the, the deep healing work to really let them go, right? So that's the, that's the beauty of what can happen when we start to bring the awareness to these underlying subconscious thoughts and beliefs. We start to realize that, wait a second, it's not that there aren't any good men out there. It's just that I haven't been attracting them. I haven't actually been even putting myself out with the radar for them to even resonate with me because I've been carrying around these beliefs that are literally like a little broadcast system saying, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And how many of us, this is real, how many of us walk around feeling powerful, feeling confident, feeling like we got our shit together, but truly we're putting out this energy of, it's not going to happen with you. It's not going to happen with you. It's not going to happen with you. I'm better than that. I'm better than that. I'm better than that. Right? And not from a really egotistical way, but just of a way of like, I want more. I want more. I want more. We need to really recognize this. We really need to bring awareness to this and recognize that we need to drop out of the mind, out of all these crazy thoughts and get back to what really matters. And what really matters is how we feel about ourselves and rewriting the narrative and rewriting the story of what is actually truly possible for us. So once I started rewriting my narrative and saying, you know what? No, I really do believe that there are powerful, beautiful, high quality men who adore me in my power, who respect my ambition, right? That's when I started to truly start to meet an entirely different caliber of man. And I'm not kidding. I really did. I started to attract an entirely different caliber of man because what was happening was that I had been operating kind of at a frequency down here. And I talk about this, that, you know, depending on what our thoughts and beliefs are dictating or past experiences, past traumas, past pains, emotional baggage that we haven't cleared through, it keeps us operating at a frequency down here, which is naturally a lower vibration frequency. And in the law of attraction, they talk about like attracts like, right? So when you are operating at a frequency here, you are naturally going to be attracting the similar state of frequency from a man who is also operating down here, right? It's like, shoom, you guys just fit, you match in your frequencies. But as you start to elevate your own frequency, as you start to really rise your vibration, in terms of owning yourself, owning your power, owning your identity, owning yourself as that priestess, as that goddess, as that queen, right? There's like, of course I'm going to attract a, a beautiful, high quality, powerful man who adores me in my power and my essence. You rise up out of that lower frequency and into an entirely, entirely higher new vibration. And you can't help but attract an entirely new, I can't talk today, an entirely different frequency of man. And I see this happen over and over and over again with the clients that I work with. I have a client right now. She is blowing my mind. She's so in love. We've only had two sessions together, but she literally said to me, she's like, Teal, so this is what really love feels like, right? She really got to this place where she got to drop into her heart and open up her heart 
and allow herself to just stand in that power and stand in that presence and that beauty and trusting and knowing that she deserves it all. And she's truly shifted the entirely like different type of man that she had had in the past. The men that she had had in the past were much more lower frequency and she's truly attracted a man who is her king, who's truly her king. And he is just whining and dining her and taking her on romantic getaway trips. And it's just so beautiful to watch and to see it all unfold. And this is the magic of this. As we start to rise into that higher vibration, we naturally carry this new energy and we attract an entirely different caliber of man. And that's what's really possible for you. So if you are feeling in any way, like you just don't see any good high quality men out there, or you feel like you're just frustrated and they don't exist or they're all taken, what I would really challenge you on is to check your thoughts, to check your actions and to check your energy and your beliefs about what do I, what am I basing this thought on? What am I basing this belief on? And is this really true? Or is there something that I may need to shift within myself that can actually shift my vibration so that I can even be operating on a higher frequency of what I attract in? So that's what I want to leave with you today. If this is something that you want to explore deeper on, I am running a workshop right now, which is my Relax Into Love workshop about really learning what it takes to create the healthy principles of a truly healthy relationship, right? Where it's not just two spheres coming together and being codependent, but truly learning what it takes to have the third sphere of partnership, where we have two individual wholes that come together to create a relationship that is even bigger than themselves. And that's a workshop I'm doing right now. I'm going to be running it for the next week. I'll leave the link here below if you want to register for it. It's super powerful. Um, and yeah, just wanted to, to really let you guys open, open up a new perspective to this right now because our minds are so powerful, those little chicky devils, but they're powerful for our benefit or for our detriment. So let's make sure we're using it for the benefit and not the detriment. Sending you guys so much love today. I'll talk with you soon. Thanks for tuning in to another amazing episode of the Relax Into Love podcast. If you are loving what you're hearing, please, I would love for you to write me a heartfelt review. It means so much for the success of this podcast. And honestly, I love hearing what really hits home for your soul and the feedback really, I read every piece of it. So definitely pop me a love note and share this with a friend. Share this with someone who you know could really use this message today. And let's keep spreading the love. Until next time.